Today's topic is for coaches again, and, and here's the equation we're going to talk about. Rules without relationship equals rebellion. And I, when I think about rules without relationship equals rebellion, is is really based upon I'm telling you what to do. I'm not showing you what to do. I'm not even asking you. I'm, I'm telling you what to do. And I think so many times our athletes rebel against authority based upon this concept. Is, is like what I say goes regardless of whether I have a relationship with you or not. And we as coaches have to get so much better of creating a relationship before we start creating the, the ground of uh, the rules that we want to create in our programs based upon our relationship with the kids. And if we focus more on the relationship, yes, we're going to create the rules and, and, the, and the regulations in our program, but if it's based upon that relationship, first of all, they're going to be open to it. They're going to be willing to abide by those rules and regulations based upon the relationship they have with the coach. Yeah, it's like the two extremes of leadership. Some coaches or parents or, you know, tyrants lead out of fear and some lead out of love. And if you think about the, it's really the gospel, right? When kids hear the word religion, they hear rules. When they hear about the love of Jesus Christ, they hear a relationship. And I think that's really what transforms every heart into a to a uh, obedient relationship with Jesus Christ is understanding that it's not about rules. Yeah, I'll follow the rules once I understand the relationship, but it's it's no different than the gospel. And so that's when hearts are changed, when they understand it's relationship and it's not rules. And as we've heard a thousand times, people don't know people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. It really, I think it's speaking to that. Yeah, absolutely. And along those same lines when it comes to, to the rules, really, and it's just like, again, talking about the gospel, yeah, we're, we're called to follow certain rules or even laws, if you want to call them that, I guess. Uh, but really, you want to from the heart. It's you want a happy heart. I know when our kids were little, it was, uh, you know, we had rules about what they were supposed to do. And, you know, want to do something right away, all the way with a happy heart. So, you know, we want players to do the right thing for the right reasons. Once they understand why they're doing it, that it's not for them, it's for the entire team. This is why we do things. Then it's so much easier for them to do it. You don't have to explain, well, you know, you have to be on time or you have to do this, you have to do that. They want to do that. They want to be a part of that. They want to be givers. They want to be, you know, like Jesus and be, you know, servant leaders. And if they if you get their hearts that way, then you don't really need rules. They will go ahead and abide by themselves. And, and I'm not sure where we're at in terms of qualifying this generation. Are we in Generation Z? I should know this being working in ministry, but it's different. I think back in the old days, people would follow rules. We would listen to what the coach said. Coach said, okay, coach said. It's different now. Kids are highly, highly relational, and they're just coached differently. They receive information differently. And if they don't feel a posture of love, they're not going to listen to you. They're just going to shut down. They don't care if you know all the Gospels. They don't care if you're the best coach in the world. If they don't feel love from you, the coach, or you, the pastor, they're not going to receive what you have to say. So what do you say to the old-school man, manly so what do you say to the old school man's man's coach who says, I'm not going to love my kids? That's, that's soft. Well, I would say, why are you coaching? Is it just to get a win? Okay, then get your win. But we've all won games as coaches. And we've all lost games as coaches. What does it mean five years later? What does it mean 10 years later? What does it mean 20 years later? It means nothing. But the relationships, the love, when you see a kid from 10 years ago or 20 years ago and they come up and want to hug you, or you see a kid from 10 or 20 years ago that looks the other way, doesn't want to 
doesn't want to talk to you. Those are two things. What do you really want from your coaching? And if you want to help young men become the, the young men that God created them to be, then really the winning is a byproduct of doing the other things properly. And I think that's what we think about, you know, what's going to open up the heart of our athletes? And it is. It's relationship. Because now they're open to it because you see them as a person, not as an athlete. Yes, they are an athlete, but, but we re, uh, respond to our kids and we coach our kids through who, they're at, who they are instead of what they do. It changes our relationship. Because if I'm just a coach and you're the athlete and what I say goes, that's not relationship. It's like, hey, you, you're here. And we're going to make each other better and we're going to benefit each other. I'm going to build you up You're going to and, and make you the best person that you can become on and off the court, then guess what? We're heading the same direction. And I think kids just want to know, listen, do you care about me because of, of who I am or what I can do for you? And relationship is like, no, I care about you because of who you are. And wherever we end up, wherever we go, that's, that, again, that's going to be based upon me building you up, making the best, you becoming the best version of yourself. And at the end of the day, whatever happens, we're going to be okay with that. And I would even add to it, it helps us coaches. We will sin and we will fail almost daily on the field or in our lives. And it's powerful when a, young, when a team or a young man can watch an older man apologize, repent. Guys, I messed this up. You know what? So I hope you can forgive me. We're going to move forward and go from there. When they can see that and they see a, a, a man still falling but then getting back up, giving it to Christ and moving forward, now they have a model. Now they actually, they don't just hear us saying things. They've seen it. They've witnessed it. You know, if you're just a transactional coach and you mess up, why would they give you any grace when you've never given them any grace? You're not going to get it, and you don't deserve it. 